It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. everybody welcome back to another edition of the 12 questions podcast my name is jeff gluck i write for the athletic and each week i ask the same 12 questions to a different race car driver and up next is william byron who if you're listening to this heading into the bristol dirt race you know william byron just won two of the three races at martinsville speedway last weekend including the cup series race So he is on a roll right now, the only driver so far this season in the Cup Series to have won multiple races. And here he is on the 12 Questions podcast. I hope you will enjoy our conversation. So let's get right into it. All right, everybody. I'm here with William Byron. How are you doing, William? Good. Good. Thanks for having me. Yes. I feel like this is, uh, I don't know. I feel like we've been doing this since maybe your Chuck days or something now. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Happy to have you back on here. Yeah. Uh, The first question is... How do you feel about people reclining their seats on airplanes? Um, so like on the team planes, it really bothers me because it's like it, it's right in your lap and the already the way the trays come down, it's like you have no room as it is. So usually I'm like holding my laptop in my chest. But if it's like a commercial flight, I'm okay with it as long as it's not like some dude that's just like taking up two seats and just reclines and then... It's all again like it's all for me it's all like room in front of my chest for my laptop so the team planes have less room than the yeah. commercial oh wow yeah they're really that. tight they're see really i was thinking it'd be the opposite but yeah no, oh, no wow. they're they're tight i mean i sit i usually sit on the side with just one seat but yeah they're they're definitely uh squeeze okay yeah that would that would irritate me as well yeah uh, how often do you recognize at the grocery store uh good question um I'd say like once, well, first off, I don't go to the grocery store much, so I'm not, I don't do home cooked meals. Like I just didn't, I don't know. Like I just kind of grew up like obviously traveling and I just like going out to eat. So Mm -hmm. I'm kind of a foodie in that way. But when I do go to the grocery store, it's probably like once a month and occasionally I get recognized, but more so like a bagel, a bagel shop near nearby or like a breakfast place. I get recognized. So you're, you're going out to restaurants and you're getting takeout food, stuff like that too? Yeah. Like you bring a lot of stuff home? Um, yeah, I do like DoorDash a little bit. And I I try, like like Aaron, my girlfriend, she tries to cook, you know, like like once every couple weeks. And I'm always just, I have a hard time with it. So <laughs> I usually go out to eat almost every night. It's pretty bad. Probably not the healthiest. No, I, I feel you on that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. I don't cook. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, how good are you at replying to text messages in a timely manner? Um, so like I used to be like really, I used to feel really bad like if I just left a text there for like a day or so. Um, but now like it, some I I've been really bad about like reading something and then not responding and then they have to text me again and I'm like oh shoot okay like that that was important so <laughs> I don't know I mean after this last win at Atlanta I I took a few days to just kind of. I was like, look, 
if somebody needs to text me, it's going to be important, and I'll probably see it. But, like, everybody, like, that texts me after the race is great. Like, I love it, but I waited till like, Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That's, yeah. that's a lot to, uh, like, how after when, how many do you get? Are yeah. we talking, like, hundreds or something? Yeah, like, 130. Oh, I mean, yeah, I usually wow. respond to a few, and so it brings the number down. But, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, depends on the win, really. Because, I mean, like, Homestead was kind of a boring, I'd say, like, we drove away with it. And we kind of won by a pretty good margin, and, like, I got, like, 60 texts. Like, it was, like, <laughs> I guess it wasn't entertaining, but Atlanta, everyone's like, oh, my gosh, like, <laughs> this is awesome. So, That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, what is the best way to get out of a conversation with someone who won't stop talking? Oh, so I used to be really bad at this again. I used to be way too nice and kind of just waste a lot of my own time. And so I've learned to, like, have ways to get out. Like, sometimes you, like, turn your feet, like – again my girlfriend taught me that you kind of turn your feet and you're like kind of like you have to go somewhere or uh or you just kind of like end it you know you're just like all right yeah good like got somewhere to be that's really good yeah yeah. there's a there's been a couple drivers so far this year who have said that like chase briscoe does not know how to get out of conversation we'll stand there talking to somebody yeah some random fan for like 30 minutes and (laughs) you know it's like it's it's gonna be a problem for him at some point you know you should probably teach him the the foot trick because i've never heard that but that's that's good and it's not rude it's just like if you have somewhere to be like you've got to go so you just have to it's not like you didn't talk to him at all you're talking to them and then they're just right you know yeah right they probably don't know where to stop either right right so if you could only pick one form of social media to use and drop all the rest, which would it be? Uh, one to use, I would use Instagram, just because okay. I I'm a I'm very like uh, I'm a visual person, so I love photos. I love kind of seeing what's going on. Um, Twitter, I could do away with, you know. Although it is a pretty big news source, but I could do away with it. I think. Yeah, just the replies, stuff like that. Yeah, just like the. Yeah, like I honestly, I do like people's opinions on there, like that I follow, but I just, like in terms of like satisfaction, I get more satisfaction out of Instagram, yeah. kind of seeing what, seeing like visual of what people are doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. What advice would you give someone who is having a hard time getting over a mistake they've made? You know, I feel like, I mean, if we're talking like racing, I feel like confidence is a big thing. So if I were like talking to a young driver, um, First off, like, if you're running, like, legend cars, like, nobody's really watching you. So, like, staying, making sure that you're not feeling like you're, oh, my gosh, I'm letting all these people down that are watching me. Like, that doesn't, even at this level, like, you kind of have to forget about that. So, I don't know. If it was a young racer, I'd say um, just staying confident and not worrying about what people think. Okay. So, this next one's a wild card question where I'm mixing it up for each person. Like, this year, it, on the race reports, you were William Byron Jr., which I'd never seen. Then that disappeared, and yeah. you went back to William Byron on the, not not your race reports, but NASCAR's yeah. race reports. All of a sudden, the junior started appearing. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, does he want to be called William Byron Jr.? I don't know. Then it disappeared. And then, of course, you still have the people using the Willie B. I've heard yeah. uh, LaJoy, I think, uh, does a, a wild bill on his podcast. Um, <laughs> Bowman had said you were slick Will. Uh, what, 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 can you weigh in on the proper, what, what do you want to be known as? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm honestly good for whatever it is when we're, like, I think Mike joy last week was saying Willie B. So I'm, I'm good with Willie B. I don't really mind it. Um, it's funny, William Byron jr. So there's a the backstory. Like when I was running, I racing, 
I was everybody knew like who I was because I I would either like win or I'd wreck someone. So I mean I kind of tried to get past the. I feel like that was like the thirteen year old me was was junior. But, okay. Um, but now that I'm kind of past all that, I'd say, I mean Willie B's fine. I don't whatever they want to do. I'm not like I'm not like I don't know about like Bill. Like I don't I don't like Bill. So uh-huh. stay away from Bill. So. It's it's like with the Willie B thing is something you like tolerate. It's fine if more people want to use it, but it's not going to be necessarily like on a T-shirt. Like you're not yeah. going to embrace it. And be like, hey, I'm Willie B. But if people use it, you're you're not going to be like, hey, yeah. shut up, kind of thing. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I mean, yeah. you know, it's better than them calling you a bad name. So I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. it is what it is. It's better than uh, you know, if you wreck someone and they call you whatever. So yeah, it's fine. yeah, okay. <laughs> Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com uh, if someone, speaking of wrecking, if someone blatantly wrecked you to win a race, oh, um, would you interrupt their celebration? Oh, that's a good question. So I guess we had that a couple times last year. Um, you know, probably not. Cause I'd feel like a moron. Like, I just feel like I'm just in the way, right? Like I don't want to be in the way. I don't want to be part of the story. So if I'm not winning, I don't want to be like, but I'd probably find a way to find them after the race and, and do something, you know, but, um, I don't know if it'd be a fight, but I think at least words or something. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like, the guy just won. He's not going to change his opinion on what he did. So even if he tells you, like, oh, man, I'm really sorry, like, he doesn't care. Like, <laughs> it, you know he doesn't care. So just make sure the next time you race him, you don't care. And yeah. That's, that's the way you take care of it. I like that. I like that. Did it take you a while to uh, come to that realization, I guess? Yeah, I mean, I mean, gosh, it goes back to, like, eye racing or whatever, like, when I raced on there, it was like, yeah, you, know, you kind of learn the race craft. And then I had a couple run-ins like early in my career with a few different guys my age. And the only way you took care of it was on the track. And, uh, you know, it goes back and forth for a while and it's a little ugly, but it's, I don't know. That's my opinion. That's, you know, none of us are big enough or tough enough to start a fight and actually win. So it's just going to be one of those scrums where we're all tired. Like, uh, who, who is that? Um, John West and, oh, and Gallagher yeah, yeah. a few years ago. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, Just and that's not a good look track. either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what movie do you think you've seen the most times over the past year? Um, so I'm definitely a big movie person. Um, you know, I saw Batman. Um, I always watch, like, The Dark Knight. It's good to turn on if it's if nothing else is on. So, But I've been pretty into shows. So, you know, watching uh, you know, F1, Drive to Survive, and Yo, Aaron's got me on this Euphoria show, which I, it's out there. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a, uh, you know. So I've been watching different stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, when you think about NASCAR five years from now, what are you the most optimistic about, and what worries you the most? Um, optimistic about like where the series is going and the popularity and like the, the crowds that we've had this year is pretty amazing. I mean, it kind of, it's first time since I've been racing them, it's been that way. Um, what I'm worried about is just how they control the, uh, these next gen cars. You know, 
I'm kind of worried about you know hybrid. I don't I don't know how I would like that. Whether that would be fun or not. Um, so I'm worried about like how do we keep innovating but still stay competitive like we are. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so a magic genie appears and offers you the chance to go back to the beginning of your racing career and start all over. But yeah. the catch is that you get to retain all the knowledge and experience that you have Ooh, now. Yeah. So do you accept the offer to go back or do you stay in the present? Oh, um, got to go back because I think there's so much you could do. <laughs> Other, you know, there's so much you would know and learn. Like I think back to my rookie mistakes and things that I did. And uh, I mean, it would be amazing to go back and just be like, oh, yep, you know, all right. Like, I really know if the car's tighter. I really know if it's loose and not like, oh, let me see. And then you hit the wall and wreck. So it's just stuff like that, communication with the team. It'd be fun to go back and do that stuff. I don't know if I'd go all the way back to when I started racing, but maybe like first year cup. Okay. Yeah. So each week I ask a driver to give me a question for the next person. And the last one was with uh, Ross Chastain. His uh -huh. question for you is, what's harder, racing your girlfriend's brother or a buddy that you're in a group chat with? <laughs> so he's in he's in a group chat, so that's where that's coming from. Yeah, but I was wondering where the last yeah. part came from. Um, you know, neither. I feel like I feel like um, I've found a way to compartmentalize all that stuff. So it doesn't. When I'm out on the track, I'm just thinking about myself and my team, and that's how it should be. And I think you know, if anybody else gets in your head, it's probably not good. So it's just a matter of racing the guys that you're racing and kind of you know. You just put a number to a car. You don't put a face to a car. I, I don't, at least. I put a number to everybody. Okay, that's interesting. Um, so the reason I wanted to get you on this slot of the 12 questions is mm -hmm. I think I have an opportunity for the next 12 questions to be with Checo from F1. Oh, wow. And yeah. I know you're an F1 fan, so I wanted to go to an F1 fan to get a question for Sergio Perez. Yeah. So um, do you have a question that I can ask him sure. uh, for the next 12 questions? Sure. Um, what... What has it been like coming from a lower-funded team to obviously now being with Red Bull? How different do the cars drive, and does he have to push himself more than he did or less than he did in a lower-funded team? Oh, I love that. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. And if this doesn't happen, if that doesn't happen, okay. I'll just come back to you for a different <laughs> question. But I hope it comes true. Cause, I hope so. Yeah. Where are you supposed to do that? Uh during their Australia weekend, okay, uh, I'm supposed to do a Zoom with them. Oh, cool, very cool. So, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I've never done that before, so that's yeah, badass. It's cool. So cool. anyway, thanks for doing yeah, this. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. It. Appreciate it. All right, everybody, there you have it, William Byron on the Twelve Questions podcast. I thought that was maybe the best interview that I've done with him yet, uh, as he continues to feel more comfortable and show his personality a little bit more. I thought that was a really fun conversation. So. Thanks to him for doing that. And as you heard there, the next interview is going to be with Sergio Perez from Red Bull in Formula One. So excited to have a Formula One driver on the 12 questions. That one will be coming out Talladega week for subscribers to The Athletic. Um, if you want to read the written version or get the paywalled podcast version and not have to wait a week. Otherwise, if you want to wait a week and you're not a subscriber, it will be on the free podcast feed heading into the Dover race the following week. And of course, if you want to subscribe to The Athletic and see the latest deal there, I believe it's still uh, like $1 a month for the first six months, something like that. Uh, go to theathletic.com slash 12 questions. And when you go there, it should just prompt you uh, for whatever the latest deal is. It changes all the time, I think. So 
Um, yeah, check that out. We'd love to have your support for all the work we do to cover racing on The Athletic. And you get access to every sport as well. Anyway, thanks so much as always for listening. And I will talk to you next time on the 12 Questions Podcast.